Welcome back to Business Casual. I'm your host, Miles Brown. And I took a break. I took a break for a reason that a lot of people don't realize that they need. Um, And speaking for myself, I had went so hard that I really needed a break. And... As a business owner, I just want to tell y'all that's really out here doing it. um, Take a break. I know every single part of the business needs something. But set aside a time on your calendar where you just take some time for you, your family, your loved ones. Um... But right now, today, I'm talking about making sure you take time for you. Um, And one of the great things about having a wife is that a, a good wife is like a check engine light. And when that check engine light goes off, your car has to be attended to. Like, I'm I'm that type of dude. Like, I don't. I don't like any lights on in my car and all that bull crap. Like I'm I'm I wanna get in, press the button and it goes and that's what it's supposed to do and that's it. Um I know a lot of people care deeply about what's going on in their life. And in your life, I believe you have to harken back to times before you were single from a married standpoint and realized that at one time I didn't have somebody right beside me that is observing me, watching me, studying me, knows me better than I know myself. And a lot of people have been discounting and discrediting and myself included the partner that they chose in life. And I'm at the standpoint where I'm like, you chose them, they're a person, they have a life as well. That's hard to hear. They have a life as well. And I'm so thankful that I have a wife that is capable of understanding and seeing that sometimes I just need to have a personal day where I can unplug, everything's been taken care of, and I can just relax for a moment. And when you have somebody that's planning and caring and cultivating a life where you're you're keeping your own self in check and another perspective from humanity because I know you see you but your, your family sees you too from a different vantage point. They see you from a vantage point of I'm observing this human. 
you are that human. But when you deal with a relationship like father's uh, daughter, and I have two, and mother, and when you have to look at the mother of your child, and you have to look at everything that they're seeing you do day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out, you are literally in a position to program them based off of what they see. It's called subliminal messaging. And what you do is every time they see you, you're doing the right thing. You're putting the right pieces together. You got your brain focused on a better tomorrow. And they see that and they actually want to make that dream come true when you have a good family and good people that you have a relationship with. They want to see your world blossom, even if they're not in it 24 hours a day. Because some people will be blessed just from your effort. Um, We don't know how many people are blessed from the effort that we put out. God gives us some ways to think about people when he says, shoot, just give them, donate some food, donate, feed the feed. Feed the people that are hungry. Like sometimes you got to like I donate to churches. I donate. I want to give not out of this place of. um, Evil. So I can get things out of people like, oh, let me give and then I can maybe get something like no. When you give. It truly has to be from the heart to where as soon as you the thought of what it is. You live that thing you like, I can't wait until I present my gift offering to people that will be blessed by it, because somewhere deep in your heart, you have to realize and understand that you can. change your world and your perspective by trying to see your life from other vantage points in a relationship like a husband and wife relationship a relationship like a father daughter father son having a real brother having a mom having a dad and looking at how all of those different perspectives view you, taking an inventory of it, how other people tell you you are, like a lot of it is bull crap, but it's some common ones that keep coming up. And normally that's really you. You know what I'm saying? Um, And it takes people that you've let in and been vulnerable with. It takes them to see where you're slipping at sometimes to bring to your awareness, like you better than this. Step it up. And we don't respect that relationship enough. I know I don't. I care. I love as much as I possibly can. I think about 
everyone I came up with, but a vacation is for you. Sometimes you have to, that's how I brought it all back. All of those different people who have these relationships with you, you need a break. And sometimes God will put a nice, beautiful weekend in your lap. Like me and my wife, we went to Puerto Rico. I enjoyed it. I loved it. I had a great time. And when I woke up, I felt clean. I felt good. I felt like sometimes you have to realign who you are. And that takes time. And I think any healthy person is checking in and with themselves and making sure, okay, this is what I want, right? Like, God is aligning me with my path and how I'm moving. Nothing else. And I believe for myself, trying to achieve that in my character like is God pleased do God care what it is I'm doing or is he would he be disappointed and we read his word to cleanse ourselves to actually know oh shoot God is real And here we are in Romans. This is just the verse of the day. We're going to fly right in. We then that are strong ought to bear the infirmities of the weak and not to please ourselves. Once again, this is Romans 15, and I'm reading out the King James Version. Um, Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good, for his good to edification. For even Christ pleased not himself, but as it is written, the reproaches of them that reproach thee fell on me. For whatsoever things were written, oftentimes were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. Now the God of patience and and consolation grant you to the like-minded one toward another, according to Christ Jesus. Thank ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. The glory of God. Wherefore receive ye one another. As Christ also received us to the Lord of God. Now I say that Jesus Christ was a minister of the circumcision. For the truth of God to confirm the promises made unto the fathers. And that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy as it is written.
For this cause I will confess to thee among the Gentiles and sing unto thy name. And again he saith, Rejoice ye Gentiles with his people. And again, praise the Lord, all ye Gentiles, and loud him, all ye people. And again, Isaiah saith, There shall be a root of Jesse, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles, in him shall the Gentiles trust. Now the God of people, the God of hope, will fill with all joy and peace in believing that ye may abound in hope through the power of the Holy Ghost. Oh, this is the King James Version. Let me do this. Thank you for bearing with me. Let's do Romans 15 in IRV. We who have strong faith should help the weak with their problems. We should not please only ourselves. Each of us should please our neighbors. Let us do what is good for them in order to build them up. Even Christ did not please himself. It is written. It is written. The bad things people have said about you. Have been aimed at me also. Psalm 69 and 9. Everything written in the past was written to teach us. The scriptures give us strength to go on. They encourage us and give us hope. Our God is our God who strengthens and encourages you. May he give you the same attitude toward one another that Christ Jesus had. Then you can give glory to God with one mind and voice. He is the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Christ has accepted you, so accept one another in order to bring praise to God. I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews. He teaches us that God is true. He shows us that God will keep the promises he made to the founders of our nations. Jesus became a servant of the Jews. He did this so that Gentiles might give glory to the God of his mercy. It is written, I will praise you among the Gentiles. I will sing the praises of your name. Second Samuel's twenty two fifty, Psalms eighteen and forty nine. He again again it says, You Gentiles be full of joy. Be joyful together with God's people. Deuteronomy thirty two forty three. And again it says, All you Gentiles praise the Lord. Let all the nations sing praises to him. Psalms one seventeen one and Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will grow up quickly. He will rule over the nations. The Gentiles will put their hope in him. Isaiah 11 and 10. May the God who gives hope fill you with great joy. May you have perfect peace as you trust in him. May the power of the Holy Spirit fill you with hope. Paul serves the Gentiles. My brothers and sisters, I am sure that you are full of goodness. You are filled with knowledge and able to teach one another. But I have written to you very boldly about some things. I wanted to remind you of them. Again, the grace of God has allowed me to serve Christ Jesus among the Gentiles. I have the duty of a priest to preach God's good news 
then the Gentiles will become an offering that pleases God. The Holy Spirit will make the offering holy because I belong to Christ Jesus. I can take pride in my work for God. I will keep a, I will speak about what Christ has done through me. I want to try to speak about anything else. He has been leading the Gentiles to obey God. He has been doing this by what I have said and done. He has given me power to do signs and wonders. I can do these things by the power of the Spirit of God from Jerusalem all the way around to Illyricum. I have finished preaching in those places. I preached the good news about Christ. I have always wanted to preach the good news where Christ was not known. I don't want to build on what someone has started. It is written, those who were not told about him will understand. Those who will not heard will not will know what it all means, Isaiah 52 and 15. That's why I have often been kept from coming to you. Paul plans to visit Rome. Now there is no more place for me to work in those areas. For many years, I have wanted to visit you. So I plan to see you when I go to Spain. I hope to visit you while I am passing through. And I hope you will help me on my journey there. But first, I want to enjoy being with you for a while. Now I'm on my way to Jerusalem to serve the Lord's people there. The believers in Macedonia and Achaia were pleased to take an offering. It was from those who were poor among the Lord's people in Jerusalem. They were happy to do it. And of course, they owe it to them. The Gentiles have shared in the Jewish in the Jews spiritual blessings. So the Gentiles should share their earthly blessings with the Jews. I want to finish my task. I want to make sure that the poor in Jerusalem have received this offering. Then I will go to Spain on my way. I will visit you. I know that when I come to you, I will come with the full blessing of Christ. Brothers and sisters, I ask you to join me in my struggle. Join me by praying to God for me. I ask this through the authority of our Lord Jesus Christ. Pray for me with the love the Holy Spirit provides. Pray prayer. Pray that I keep that I will keep. Pray that I will be kept safe from those in Judea. Who do not believe I'm taking the offering to Jerusalem. Pray that it will become by the Lord's people there. Then I will come to you with joy, just as God has planned. We will be renewed by being together. May the Lord who gives peace be with you all. Amen. I love the reading of the word because it always connects to what's going on right in front of us today and I just want to thank God for life and strength to just keep going man like God is with you accept him in your heart know that he loves you 
and continue to try to seek and make him happy. And he'll look out for you. He will look out for you. And I'm just a testament of how God has blown my mind and taken me to places in life where I'm just really happy to know him. Like, I I feel like I want a better relationship with God, but I'm in awe of just knowing him, like knowing what the world is trying to spin the narrative as in the media every single day that is just doom and gloom and oh, everything's coming to an end. But man, when you wake up and God has blessed you to hear the, the birds chirping, when you driving to work or reading your Bible and you listening to the blessings that God is just bestowing on us. And it's just like, Lord, we can't even accept all that. And he said, I know that's why I gave you internal life to enjoy it. And I'm just like, whoa. And when you truly believe that the God of this universe is working in your favor, you understand that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And the 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 message that Paul was trying to preach to the church was he's happy to spread the word and he has to work and he has to share his life with all of the Gentiles that have no idea who Jesus is. He's so thankful for creating that church. And he sees the growth and he and he's so paying attention to the people that clung to his words and created this church. And those people were blessed because Paul took rest and Paul longed for the day where he could come and be with the church just for a little while. And he says he's thankful and prayerful that they'll take care of him on his journey and help him. And I believe God had it in his mind that if Paul ever got to Rome, that the church would definitely take care of him, you know. And he was off to Spain. Gone. And I wonder if people understand who God's chosen people really is. And I wonder if they really read revelations and understand that there will be a people who call themselves um, the people of Christ. But. They will be a copy of the real people, not the real people. So if there's a real Jew 
and there's a fake Jew, what happens when two Jewish people meet, but one is real and one is fake? There's going to be a conversation. Um, Sometimes I feel like that's why it's really hard to conversate and talk with Jewish people if it's not about business or getting money because they don't have anything else to be doing is getting to it because if if they're not the real people but they're inheriting everything that the real people have then this world and this time in their lives is their biggest glory days and I pray that some of them get saved and come to Christ and they understand that they have to trust in the God of the Bible, the God of the universe, you know. And I know they think that they twisted up the story and the narrative and all, okay. But when you look at all of the research, it leads back to Christ. It, it leads back to Yeshua. It leads back to whatever name you want to call the entity named God that existed back in that day. You're not going to sit here and tell me that that God didn't really exist. And I have a deep love and affection for that God because that God met me before I knew who I was. He introduced himself to me here on this earth spiritually. Like, I just know Jesus exists because I see his presence all around me. It's Christ. It's Yeshua. It's Yahweh. It's the Most High. It's that being that truly emanates good. Like, we wouldn't know what good is if this entity did not exist because there are so many demons trying to kill, um, steal, and destroy because that's the devil's whole mission. He wants to kill you first. That's food. He wants to steal from you. So... Take all of your, your your blessings and everything that all the favor that God will try to give you. And then he wants to destroy. He wants to create a crumbling narrative and, and story around your very existence. Because if that narrative paints you as not blessed then the fake Jews they get to live in that world where they're winning and we and, and from a financial standpoint they are they are but the God of the universe the God that I know the God that created everything that we have here um, all of the spirit realms all of the dimensions and whatever could be out there. There's a God that cut through all of that to speak directly to my heart. 
and let me know that he's real. And life was all, this whole thing was just meant to be. And when I go, I just want to know I did everything I possibly could to bring awareness to Christ, not myself, to Christ, to Yeshua, to Jesus, to the Most High, to the Holy Ghost and fire. Like the Father and the Holy Ghost and Jesus, these three are one. You know, and I just thank God for that realization. Those are realms right there. The father, spirit, the son who became flesh and the Holy Ghost that resides and connects one to each other. The Holy Ghost connecting it all together, the father's connection with the son and we in God's kingdom we are literally God's children breathe that in take that understand that God is your actual father and even Gentiles have been adopted in so I pray that the Jews who are maybe misusing their funds um, and taking the media and really trying to like skew it and make black people look like we're the worst scum in the earth. Um, I need you to realize that God wins, not you. God wins. Same thing about um, all of the calamities that are going on around us today. Like, just remember God wins. And research and get close to God. Fast, pray, and see what God will have you do. And he'll open your eyes. I see a lot of men telling other men that they'll lead them to the promised land. But God says, and nobody needs anybody to teach them who I am. Once the Holy Spirit resides in that man, the Holy Spirit will reveal all things to that man. Like y'all worried about Google, but we got a Holy Spirit that is willing to reveal. If you search that engine instead of the search engine, you'll realize that we have a chance to search the Holy Spirit's knowledge base here on earth. But because our attention is so skewed on what the devil has going on, the worldly worldliness of everything that's just surrounding us, that part will be the difficult part for people to digest and understand what's going on. People 
have been on this earth pretending to be something that they're not. And that's every race. That's not even just the fake Jews. That's every race. The synagogue of Satan. Um, we know where you are. We know what you're doing. We know what you're up to. We see the propaganda. Um, they got a Nike deal last year, the synagogue of Satan with Lil Nas X. Then they got a Converse deal that they just popped out with. The synagogue of Satan is getting brand endorsements on y'all niggas. You know, and God sees. God sees because there is two worlds out here. There's the immoral world where people just believe you can do whatever you want 24 hours a day. And then there's the God is watching. God, God knows God sees all God is has a book of life and death and who he writes in life will have eternity and who he writes in death. That's that. And it's two different camps that live on this world. And if you're from the camp of God is watching, we can't have no Satan shoes out here. That can't exist in a world where another person believes, well, I don't believe in your God and I want the sneakers. So what's the problem? To which we would have to say, I get that, but we're trying to wake people up that God is real. I know you don't believe, but if it was real, wouldn't you at least put up a fight against something you knew that was wrong? Like maybe you don't know that it's wrong. Maybe you haven't had an up close encounter with Satanism and witchcraft and all of these different things that you start to recognize have controlled your your life and you didn't even realize it like, oh, niggas putting real live spells on me every time I wake up, every time I look on the TV, the, the television is programming me to do everything it wants me to do because it's a program. So you're in the matrix when you believe in. The fact that everything is impossible, like nothing is impossible with God. So if you already think in impossibilities, I don't think you're thinking deep enough because it's improbable to believe that with your brain capacity, you could understand God. And I believe some people don't understand that. God is so smart that he can make it simple. He can simply say, yeah, this is my book. I know Bama's going to tamper with it. But if you truly understand what happened with Jesus and what happened with the Most High and what happened with the Father, happened with the Son and the Son died and was raised, like when you truly believe that and you know that's not out of the realm of possibility. Like, it's God we talking about. Like, he exists. And the devil shows his hands so much that 
I know he must exist. That's another testimony because it's like the devil is really out here plotting agendas. Nobody's agendas is better than anybody else's agenda. But I want my agenda to be God's agenda. Because before I believed completely that God was real, of course you're going to think I should be able to do whatever I want to do. It's my life. That's the logical conclusion that you have when you're only thinking about you. But when you're thinking about God, he changes your life in a way where it's like, I can do better. It's not about me. It is about me, but it's not about me. It's about what I allow God to use in me to create a space where he will get the praise. So thankful to have that. So thankful to be a messenger and give a message and wake up people up and allow them to understand that won't be like this forever. We're going to all die. So enjoy your life. Thank God for everything that he allows you to do when you wake up and don't let fear control anything you do. And this is an ad for my clothing brand that God gave me all of the talent to do. And it's called Killigo. And the message is just to really understand that Christ is real. Because your ego, your ego will fuel manic episodes it'll make you your ego will make you depressed and God said true wisdom and knowledge starts with the fear of God if you don't fear God and that sounds like a Jerry Lorenzo like plug but it's not it's really about fearing God like when you fear God, that's the true truth. Because you have to ask yourself, if I do something and God exists, what would he say about it? And when you live in that realm of reality daily, it will push you to Think things through. And that's how God shows you who he is, because it's like as you're thinking this through and you're coming up to the realization that, oh, wow, this is in God's hands. Then. There's nothing I can actually do. But. Strive to. Do what the God of the universe would want me to do. 
and he sends us natural talents. And there's so many things that he gives to us to do. But we can get caught up in what does it do for me? And God already has you in this plan, but he's trying to fast forward you to the part where he's like, remember, it was me. When you get this dream that we're creating for you because you found out who I am, give all praises to the most high at the end. And for me. The brand Kiligo represents all praises to the Most High. And that Most High is Christ, Jesus, Yahweh, Yeshua, whatever y'all want to name him, that's it. It's Christ. It's Jesus. It's the man that was written in that book. And it's permeated every aspect of every day of our lives and they want to squash the Bible's influence because that's where we even get values from. So they squash values. Oh, what are values? Well, we're going to have Megan the Stallion come up here and shake her tail for $2 million a minute and see how that works about values. We know you're going to be looking at this. We 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 got the analytics. This what you like looking on line for. We know. So the devil is sitting back collecting all your data and analytics just to repackage and sell you the best lie you can tell yourself, which is sin. When you sin, that's the best lie you can tell yourself. That this is going to make me better, knowing that it didn't come from God. That's the sin. And it goes down like a smooth drink. And a lot of people fool you and say, oh, if you love God, you wouldn't want to sin. But God is saying. Love me and learn not to want to love to sin because I know it's in you. He knows he made you, but he has to teach you not to love the, the, the things that sin can give you. Because it's pleasure. It's carnal. But what he wants to give you is, is everlasting and, and, and 